0: Welcome to Between Two Jennies. We are two moms who've been living with cancer for a combined 23 years. We are here to offer our experiences and tips. Episode one is our diagnosis or origin stories. So this is Jenny
1: and? Jenny. And we actually met through a mutual friend because we were both diagnosed with cancer.
0: Yeah,
1: Which sort of sucks.
0: Totally sucks.
1: Um, So here's basically my story of when I was diagnosed probably about eight and a half years ago. My son was in kindergarten. And I can remember my sister basically had a friend who was just diagnosed with breast cancer. And I was going in for my annual checkup. And I told my doctor, I was like, hey, I feel this lump. She wasn't really too concerned about it, and she says it's probably pretty normal, but let's get a baseline on you just in case. And I went in, of course it's on a Friday, it's always Friday, and they couldn't give me results till Monday, so I had to wait, not knowing if I had breast cancer or not, but when you get your mammogram, you sort of know. You see the people who leave with happy results, and then you're still waiting. So, got the call Monday morning saying, hey, guess what? You have cancer. Um, so shocking. So shocking because it didn't really run in my family. I was 38 years old, had this kid, my only child, who is a kindergartner, and, um, So basically we went in, I just remember meeting with a surgeon really quick. And from when I got diagnosed to having surgery, I besides testing like the next day and genetic testing, um, I was stage two breast cancer, decided to have a single mastectomy and um they took out my lymph nodes on that side which i think had 14 lymph nodes and two were positive and that was it so went on to do chemo for the next six months and remembering how life wasn't unfair and worrying about the outcome but did my rounds of chemo that was super tough and then got the all clear six months later, which was great. Um, Lived my life, was still unsure about the future, went into my every three month check. And then I remember they cut me loose after a year and said, you know what? All's good, your numbers are great. Why don't you take six months off and go live your life? And we don't wanna see you back. So of course went. Uh, Went back for my checkup in six months, had a scan and an MRI, and basically the MRI showed that my right right breast was fine, um, but they found a tumor in my liver, so it turned out that my breast cancer actually metastasized to my liver and immediately um, diagnosed me to stage four. So have been dealing and maintaining this lovely cancer that's in my body ever since. And probably I would say on some type of cancer treatment for about seven years now. Um, I'm thankful to be here. I've met Jenny through this journey. I mean, we were connected, our kids were on a team together. And it just so happens this other mom says I know this other woman named Jenny that has cancer too. So we connected, and we always sort of joke that there's a lot of good that we could do for the world, and um, to sort of spread on our knowledge to help other people.
0: Yeah, share our yeah share our stories so people don't know they're alone, right? Yeah. Okay. By the way, I'm getting my mammogram tomorrow. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so I, my story is very different. I have a different type of cancer. I have colon cancer. Um, so I was, I had just turned 33. I was 37 weeks pregnant with, um, my youngest son, who is the same age as your son. And, um, I, I just didn't feel well. I was, I was a teacher and I was gonna teach right up until until the baby was due but i just i was feeling horrible and i was actually teaching a class um i was in the library i was a library school librarian and i was teaching a class and all of a sudden some eighth graders like grabbed me and shoved me in a chair <laughs> and their their classroom teacher was like hey are you okay and i'm like i don't, I don't even know what happened and they're like you totally swayed and um, and then I started to get sweaty, and so I'm like, "Ugh, I don't know, pregnancy, Meh, whatever." Um, so I called my OB, and she's like, "Okay, you're on bed rest." Okay. S- which you know didn't fit into the plan. I was teaching. I was uh, I was in a in a graduate program for a teaching endorsement, and I had a lot on my plate. I had a lot to do before the baby came. So I went home. Next day didn't feel good, was trying to kick a soccer ball around with my three-year-old. And I'd been a, you know, soccer coach and I'd played and um, uh, could not kick a soccer ball like two feet to my three-year-old without, or my two and a half year old, without like massive pain in my abdomen. So called my OB again and she's like, okay, you need to come up here. So drove up to the hospital, and um, you know she pushed on me and sent me for uh, ultrasound and a CAT scan without contrast, of course, um, and it just it just went all day, hours and hours of people like rubbing me and prodding at me, and they were finally like, oh, "We think maybe you have appendicitis." Hard to tell. So um, I went in for surgery around midnight that night. I'm just like, get it out, take the baby, just get it all out of me. Like, okay, we can't take the baby, but um, they did surgery and it turned out my appendix had ruptured. Great, thought it was all good. Mm -hmm. Um, In the pathology, obviously, because when you do surgery, everything goes to pathology, right? Yeah. So the pathologist found um, a tumor in where they had had to remove part of my colon and part of my small intestine because it it looked infected. They're like, okay, you're septic. It was infected. We took out the gross parts <clears throat> to get clean margins. So there was a tumor in there. So it wasn't that the appendix had infected everything. It was that this tumor had you know grown out. And. Um, with the baby and the tumor and everything pushing, it just made my appendix rupture. So, um, they induced me, didn't tell me. All the doctors knew I had cancer at this point, but they didn't tell me. My OB was just like, nobody say anything to her because she doesn't need the stress. She needs to get the baby out and be healthy, you know, have that go well. So, I had the baby. They induced, that's a whole another crazy story. The delivery was a little weird. But um then the next day, we're like, "Yay, we have a baby." And the surgeon came in and was like, "I need you to sit down." And was like, "Hey, you have cancer, but you know, we got it out. Probably stage 2. Um do a little chemo, you'll be fine. Go live your life." Great.
1: Sort of the same story. Stage two, go live your life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean, I, right. I don't
1: think at the beginning of both of our stories, we thought we would still be fighting this horrible disease.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Right? For sure. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, stage two, whatever. You know, you're young, you're in your 30s, young woman. You don't, you're like, want best case scenario. Absolutely. Because you're young and you're healthy.
1: And we got shit to do. We don't have time for this. Yeah. We don't have time for this. Right.
0: Yeah, you had a kindergartner, I had a newborn and a toddler. Yeah, Yeah. we are moms first, probably, Uh, most likely, Um, as all women are. So, so yeah, so he sent me to an oncologist, and the oncologist was like, I want to go in and look around some more. So they did another surgery, got some lymph nodes, and then found more cancer. And so it was, like, suddenly, like, ramped up to stage four. I'm 33. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know what my colon was, to be honest. Large intestine. Oh, I didn't know it was the same thing.
1: <laughs> so let's back up, though. Okay. Um, is there family history for you?
0: Oh, yeah. Good question. Nope. No. Wow, I didn't. None.
1: Wow. Same it's, with me. Yeah. Not, you know.
0: No BRCA gene. No or, BRCA
1: gene. Yeah. I tested, and I remember my oncologist said, you know, believe it or not, um, he said, seventy-five percent of all new, at least for breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, newly diagnosed cancer patients, seventy-five percent do not carry the gene. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a really. That's pretty, pretty high, yeah. right?
1: Like, don't carry the gene. And I sort of wonder because if I did carry the gene, insurance would probably pay for all of these testings mm-hmm. before, right? There's always these.
0: Yeah, I have friends whose like, m- their moms have passed away, and right? so they did testing. So they,
1: but insurance will pay for that, so right? So if yeah. they're going to, you know, if you're flagged like that, you can probably, in those cases, catch it, hopefully when it's a lot smaller and manageable, mm-hmm. versus someone who, unfortunately, doesn't have a family history of it, where they just sort of catch it when they catch it.
0: Yeah, and you're blindsided. They catch totally it when you blindsided. have it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they've done genetic testing on me too and for the colon cancer. Um, and there's, they've said it is not hereditary. It's, you know, pro- it's probably environmental and that's not something I'm talking about right now cause that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, so stage four and um, you've been doing eight and a half years. I've been doing, well, my kid's 14 now. So 14, 14 and a half, 14 and a half years.
1: Yeah. So I think, I mean, I remember through our mutual girlfriend who um, said that she had this friend you, Jenny, and that you actually had a blog, and I you, did. and you were blogging like your two hundredth day or time of chemo
0: yeah. or something.
1: And I was like, "What? I know what?" So I thought that was really inspiring, and I think as <laughs> much as More insane. Or insane, (laughs) right? But I think, you know, when it's hard to hear that you're stage four, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, when someone says you're stage four, like, how did I go from stage two, Yeah. did my shit, did everything I was supposed to do, never missed an appointment? How did this come back? I mean, it was just besides just bad luck, right? And Mm -hmm. I remember freaking out and my oncologist said look it's not the end of the world yes your life is different yes you will always be i will always check up on you you Mm -hmm. don't have the freedom of taking six months off without a scan or not being in this place every month for a check Um, but she goes it's not necessarily a death sentence she goes jenny you're stage four Because your breast cancer metastasized to another organ. Mm -hmm. And so that automatically makes you stage four. So my concept of trying to manage it and learn to live with it um, has been a challenge. But I'm also grateful for this time. I mean, I remember hearing about your story and knew how long you've been dealing with it. And it's been inspiring and very hopeful for me that knowing that we can live a healthy life with, with cancer and we can still be there for our families.
0: Absolutely. Let's, um, let's talk about that more in our next episode. That would be a great topic, I think, like just how you do live and uh, what that looks like. Because you're not gonna you know run off and live in Bora Bora forever now because you're tied to a hospital. True. Right. But you still can do a lot. So let's talk about that in our next episode. Um, So that's who we are. Thanks for joining us. This is Jenny and Jenny. Thank you for listening. If you have comments or questions, feel free to email at between two jennies at gmail.com. Also, big thanks to our editor and producer.